theology of the body is expressing what the church has always taught uh, as to what it means to be human. Welcome to the Be Filled podcast. Together, we will explore the deepest desires of the human heart and how our Creator wants to fulfill your every longing. Join us as we explore the beautiful teaching of St. Pope John Paul II on the theology of the body. We are so excited you're here on the journey with us. Open your heart to be filled. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Be Filled podcast. Um, today is a very exciting episode. We are actually going to introduce the text of Theology of the Body, and to help us do that, we have a very special guest. We have Father Alan Kirchner with us. Um, Father Alan teaches theology classes and is the chaplain at Springfield Catholic High School. Um, so, Father, thank you so much sure. um, for joining me Um to help share a little bit about theology, the body. Um, today, we're going to get to hear a little bit of your background and story. And then we have three basic questions that we want to look at before we actually um, begin studying the text. Um, first of all, what is theology of the body in general? Um, we're going to talk about why John Paul II wrote it um, and the basic structure or outline of the teaching. So we just felt like Father would be really good um, at helping us do that. So, um, so first of all, Father, if you'd like to share a little bit of your background, um, and then we'll get to those questions. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Um, so I'm a diocesan priest uh, for this diocese, Springfield, Cape Girardeau, and um, I uh, was ordained in uh, 2020. But uh, before that, of course, I you know have a life, and so I didn't just pop out of the sky. Really? Uh, I came from a family, <laughs> you know, in uh, Jackson, Missouri, it's a smaller town. But um, growing up, we we lived the faith, but kind of a basic, you know practice of the faith, uh, pretty standard, nothing spectacular, uh, but I always had a real love for the church. Uh, and um, when I was in um, junior high, uh, you know, I kind of thought about the priesthood after uh, many years of being interested in it. You know, I finally started kind of kind of thinking about it as a, as a real option. Uh, and so after high school, I entered the seminary uh, for a year and a half, and then um, after that period, I, I left for a while uh, and dated for uh, a good period of time. So um, I went to the, the public university, got a degree in education, and um, really loved uh, the life of, of, of college at uh, Southeast Missouri State. And it's really there um, that I was more formally uh, introduced to theology of the body. Of course, you know, when I was in high school, uh, theology of the body wasn't new but it was kind of starting to make its rounds among the uh the high school people you know and through like campus ministry and high school ministry uh and so i went to public school but um through the youth group was uh, kind of introduced to to basic theology of the body it was just like chastity you know uh sort of uh talks and and those sort of things uh, at that point but in college uh, i was really um more fully um introduced to uh, theology of the body to understand it more deeply and um, to start to more fully apply it, I guess, to my own mm -hmm. life uh, as a, a college student who was dating, you know. Um, 
And, um, you know, long story short, while I was in college, um, my uh, girlfriend and I broke up and eventually I realized that the Lord was calling me uh, back into the seminary. You know, it was um, uh, Holy Week of, um, well, I forget what year it was, but uh, a Holy Week. I had a really profound experience of God's mercy. You know, it wasn't anything spectacular in terms of my sins. It was kind of the same old stuff, you know, um, but just a, a more full experience of his mercy and um, a sense that he was calling me to give that mercy also. Uh, and so I uh, I went to the the chaplain there at the university and, and said, hey, uh, I think uh, I'm going to go back to the seminary, you know, and of course he, he just laughed <laughs> and uh, he said, yeah, it's about time, right? So uh, I think everybody else knew I was called to the priesthood before I really fully consented to it. But uh, uh, yeah, it's been a great, um, a great life. I love being a priest and uh, being here at uh, Springfield Catholic. Uh, the high school kids are, um, well, they're interesting, you know, they're high school kids, but um, but it's a lot of fun. They they make uh, make every day different, so it's a lot of fun, and um, they're really, I think, helping me continue to grow. So. Oh, that's so great. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And um, yeah, it's just so good to hear um, kind of your real life experience. And um, and I love just the beauty of you came to the priesthood because you experienced the grace and mercy of God and wanted to share that. And that is that is just so, so beautiful and powerful, I think. So um, and thank you for everything you do for the high school students. I know they all really respect you and love you dearly. So um, you're just doing amazing things, probably more than you'll ever know, yeah. really. So planting yeah. lots of seeds for sure. So um, so when we were talking earlier, um, as we were preparing, I was saying that, you know, sometimes it's difficult when people ask you, what is theology of the body? Mm-hmm. Um, it's difficult to kind of boil that down mm-hmm. um, to something really digestible, but also to not water it down because it is so deep and so profound. Um and I've been kind of working on that myself, trying to sure. figure out, like, how can I explain this in a way that's very attractive and not, like, intimidating right. <laughs> too much right. to people? Um, so, what would you say, like, when someone asks you, what is theology of the body? How would you respond to that? Yeah. So, you know, we introduced, um, I guess, more fully theology of the body in the schools uh, just a couple years ago. And there were some parents who had some concerns, you know, they uh, they weren't too interested in uh, Catholic sex ed, you know, uh, as they they saw it. And that's actually like one little tiny portion of theology of the body is really dealing with like uh, the specifics around like chastity and the expression of sexuality, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I tell people, as a theology of the body is not that. It's not Catholic sex ed at all. Um Really, it's an understanding of the human person. So, I mean, in as few words as possible, theology of the body is is a Catholic anthropology. It's an understanding of what it means to be human, you know. Um, now, does that include our sexuality? Yeah, because we all have sexuality, mm-hmm. whether we're priests or religious or uh, married or single or whatever we're doing in life. Uh, God gave us this sexuality um, as a gift, right? And uh, what a gift it is. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, the easiest way to explain it is theology of the body is 
expressing what the church has always taught uh, as to what it means to be human. You know, uh, John Paul II didn't uh, start anything new, <laughs> uh, maybe just a new expression of it and, and a, a sort of a fresh, updated uh, teaching of what the church has really always taught uh, as, as, it, uh, as it comes to the, the person. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. That is super helpful. And um, so I know that he began writing it actually um, just right before he was elected pope. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, and, and ultimately we can go back to um, even his, his younger years as a, as a priest and, and a bishop uh, that really he was laying some groundwork, mm -hmm. you know, uh, a lot of references that he's making. Uh, in theology of the body proper, um, he's made other places too. You know, mm -hmm. um, it's not to discount John Paul II, a great teacher, but uh, he repeats himself a lot in a lot of his teachings, yes, right? He does. And just like yeah. any speaker does. Mm -hmm. uh, and so the theology of the body uh, isn't even really new to John Paul II. He's he's kind of pulling from things that he's uh, he's written or or said uh, earlier in his ministry. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm actually really grateful, like in reading the text, I've read through it twice and I'm about to read it for the third mm -hmm. time, but I'm actually very grateful that he repeats sure. himself oh, yeah. like at yeah. the beginning. So it's divided into what we call audiences, mm -hmm. right? Because he right. would deliver these every Wednesday. They were right. the general audiences. Um, and so he delivered 129 of those audiences. Um But he does begin, he kind of does a review at the beginning of right. each audience, which is really helpful because <laughs> right. I actually need that. I need sure. to like hear it again. And cause each audience sort of builds on the last one. And so they, right. it right. goes and, in order and for us, you know, reading it, uh, we could potentially read several audiences in a row, but mm -hmm. you have to remember the people receiving it when it was initially uh, given, it may have been a week or two or several, you know, right. um, uh, between audiences that he delivered these. And so, uh, yeah, it was it was a, a necessary step to kind of refresh what we talked about uh, last time uh, so that we can kind of set the stage for where we're going. Right. Know? Yeah. And just for our listeners, if you don't know, um, he began delivering these audiences um, in September of 1979 um, and concluded them over five years later in November of 1984. So yeah. it was a very long um, process um, in doing that. And I can't even imagine what people were thinking as he was delivering right. them. I think it's <laughs> taken quite a bit of time for it to really soak in and mm -hmm. Um, for us now to see how important it is for our time right, right now. Right. So yeah, and it's it is interesting um, because even uh, you, you talk to some priests who were in the seminaries uh, in you know the the eighties, um, they weren't learning theology of the body yet. It right. hadn't really made the 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 move to the seminaries yet. You know, mm -hmm. uh, and even even in the the early nineties. Um, there was some sort of uh, new teachings on anthropology or or fresh teachings on anthropology, uh, but officially theology of the body hadn't yet made it into the seminaries. And, uh, you know, that's that's no one's fault. That's just the way things work. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's um, it's true. It, it's sort of only now really taking deep root. And I think. Um, uh, we're seeing some of the fruit of, of this uh, now. Uh, it's, it's taken some time, but uh, 
but we are seeing fruit for sure. Absolutely. And in that way, I think it was so prophetic whenever mm, he yes. delivered it, right? So, um, and that kind of brings us to the next question, which is why did John Paul II write Theology of the Body? What was he seeing in the world that led him or prompted him to write the Theology of the Body? Yeah. So, uh, you know, John Paul II was born in, um, in Europe in 1920, you know, and uh, so anybody uh, who was uh, alive and alert at that time really experienced a lot of suffering, you know, um, whether as an individual actually experiencing the suffering or seeing other people suffer um, through uh, wars, you know, um, and so this this idea of, of suffering played a really important role in John Paul's understanding of the human person. Um, but he also uh, lived through uh, the sexual revolution, right? Predominantly in the United States, but it took, uh, it had effects everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so this sort of distorted understanding of the human person. Um, and really, uh, I, I do believe that God gave the church John Paul II uh, when we needed him because uh, all of the, the experiences of, of humanity that he was witnessing uh, really uh, were distorted, right. <laughs> you know. Um, of course, he, he valued relationships and, and friendships and uh, sort of a diversity of friendships, too. He, he grew up with close friends who were not uh, Catholics even, you know, mm -hmm. uh, many, many Jewish friends. And uh, he had he had real deep relationships. Uh, and I think he he saw the experiences that that he was having of relationship um, were somewhat contrary to what maybe the the culture at the time or the world was saying uh, was uh, like a real relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And so for him to to actually teach what what does the church say about what the human person is, uh, who we are as humans, what relationships are, um, you know, what we're called to in that. Um, it was really a response to to what was happening in the world, you know, a lot right. of, of suffering and confusion. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, I know some people can be confused about like theology of the body. Like what does the body have to do <laughs> with theology? And so I know that was a big piece of what he was addressing too, is that we had lost that understanding of meaning um, sure, about yeah. our bodies and matter in general, it kind of got boiled down to what I can see and what I can understand, right, taking right. out mystery, right, right, and meaning. And so I think that he was very much defending mm -hmm. the meaning of the body um, through the theology of the body. I don't know if you have any other thoughts yeah, about mean, that. You but, know, just contributing to the whole sort of understanding of, of the person, there was definitely uh, sort of two two camps that had uh, developed and, and they weren't new. It was, and we really still have them. Right. Uh, so the, the materialistic camp of course sees uh, the body as just material and uh, that fades away when we die and that's it. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and the human person is just sort of a temporary thing, you know? Uh, but then there's also the, um, the fideistic approach, which sees everything in the world as bad. Right. And so, uh, the body is bad, right? The, mm -hmm. the, uh, the idea of sexuality is bad. The, uh, just any matter is bad. Yeah. As you said. Uh, and so those two sort of opposing viewpoints are both wrong. Right. Right. And, and so John Paul II 
really says no the church stands in in the middle of that right with with uh, both of these being really important mm-hmm. things uh, god's given us this body god took on flesh you know Absolutely. if the flesh was bad god wouldn't have taken on flesh you know mm-hmm. so yeah i mean he, he definitely highlights the goodness of of the body right absolutely very good thank you so much that is really um helpful i think and hopefully that helps our listeners sure. to be <laughs> maybe intrigued um and right. not afraid of yeah. what theology the body could offer yeah a lot them. of big words but uh but ultimately we can uh, we can come to understand it and um, it can really help us i think to to know what what we're called to yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure, you know, you've seen um, in your work with young people as you're teaching the message of theology of the body, I'm sure you've seen situations in which um, it does have a big impact. Do you have anything you'd like to share about that as far as how it might have helped um, yeah. some of the kids? Yeah. And so um, we, uh, of course, you know, I teach juniors and um, we were discussing uh, just recently um ephesians 5 you know uh and so right now we're, we're uh, they're in the midst of a class on the church so um, we're talking about ephesians 5 and its relation to to christ and the church and and um, us as the bride and, and so um one of the girls when we first read ephesians 5 of course uh, wives be subordinate to your husbands and so on and so on right and mm-hmm. husbands lay down your your lives for your for your wife um she got caught up on the first sentence as as many people do right and uh she was sort of angry uh, about it and um uh didn't really fully understand it so after we uh, we talked about it you know we talked about the full meaning of of the passage and and what our uh what saint paul was was really meaning there um she ended up uh actually coming to um really understand it and embrace it you know and uh, so one of the assignments I give is a, um, a paper on one of the images of the church. And so she chose to write on the church as the bride of Christ and wrote a beautiful paper, you know, uh, explaining the meaning of Ephesians 5 and how uh, it applies to our life and what that means for us as a church, uh, being as a bride, receiving the love that Christ has to give us mm-hmm. and uh, what that means for her as a future spouse, you know. Uh, being a, a wife and and cooperating with her husband, being under his mission and uh, allowing him to love her. So uh, it was just a beautiful example of how theology of the body can uh, sort of shake us awake a little bit uh, yeah. and then really bring us real peace. You know? Right. Uh, and I think that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yes, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I mean, wow, that's amazing, too, that a high school student could have that kind of openness and just humility, because I do think it requires that, you know, that you just have a spirit of um, openness and willingness and humility to what God wants to show you, you know, to the beauty and to not be afraid again. (laughs) I keep saying that, but um, sometimes fear gets in the way. So, um, so. The text of Theology of the Body is very lengthy, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and I wondered if you could just kind of break down um, the basic structure of his argument, um, how it's sort of laid out sure. um, in the text. Yeah, sure. So, uh, for this is, I think, uh, um, an editorial type of, of um, 
sort of uh, sectioning that uh, that can help us uh, when we're like reading theology of the body, right? Uh, and so there's there's two major divisions, and, and really when we look at theology of the body, it's it's somewhat liturgical in that it begins with the words of Christ, like what what Jesus teaches. Uh, so we're we're looking at uh, Christ. Uh, John Paul says that Christ appeals to the beginning, right? And so we can dive into what uh, happens with uh, man before the fall, right? And it's surprising because we think before the fall, you know, a few minutes <laughs> uh, right. or three lines of text, right? Uh, and John Paul II goes on for several audiences about uh, what it was like before the fall, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we go back to the beginning and then uh, we look at uh, the, what Christ teaches about love and um, what it means to be, uh, you know, human and uh, to receive love. And, um, and then we move into uh, Christ talking about what is to come, right? The, the eschaton, um, talking about the resurrection and uh, teaching that life is eternal, right? And, and that we don't just fade away. Uh, and then after we, we look at uh, and study the words of Christ, we're given uh, sort of the, the sacrament, uh, what they call the, 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 section, the second, second main section, the sacrament, uh, talks about how we as humans point to something else too, right? And so we are sacramental in that we, uh, we are helping each other to experience God in a particular way, right? We're images of something, whether we're uh, married uh, or uh, celibate for the sake of the kingdom, right? All of us are pointing to something um, something greater. Yeah. Right. And so that's a very brief breakdown of the text. Um, but well, uh, a good overview of it uh, would be that it's kind of like when we go to mass, right? We, we have readings, we hear the words of, of God, uh, and then we're given an example of like what we are supposed to do, how we're to love right through the Eucharist. Uh, and so this theology of the body, we at the, in the first portion read, the teachings of Jesus, and then we're given examples of how they apply and what it means for us right. as um, as living in the image and likeness of God. Yes, very good. That is, you did such a great job <laughs> just explaining <laughs> that in a in a brief way. That is really really beautiful. Um, yeah, and I, you know, I always point out to people that. Um, and you kind of touched on this a little bit, but, you know, the majority of theology of the body is about our identity, right? right? It's about who we are before we get to the activity, right? Yeah. Identity yeah. before activity and, and that we have to know what we were made for in right. the beginning in order to have direction right. um, for our lives. And that was definitely one of the most powerful things to me um, was understanding what we were made for because right. that informs what did Jesus come to save, right? What did he come to redeem and restore mm. in us? And that is so important and yeah. powerful because we're all very in tune with the fall. Like right. we all know right. and would live that the brokenness, you know, um, and sin in our lives. So that was just so hopeful and beautiful to me right. to have direction. Yeah. You know, what are we, what are we shooting for? Yeah. Here, yeah. And you I think know? You know, as you said, 
we, we don't really know what to do if we don't really know who we are and what we were made to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I think I encourage anybody uh, really to, to dive into theology of the body uh, because it helps to just know what we're made for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then living life uh, has, you know, maybe a little bit more meaning, but uh, it also becomes something that we uh, sort of find to be more fun, <laughs> more right? interesting, you know, Absolutely. when we actually have a, a, a deep purpose. Right. Absolutely. I agree. Well, that was very, very helpful. And I am hopeful that um, those who are listening will just be really excited about this journey that we're going to go on together. So thank you so much, um, Father, for sure. for being part of this and, and helping us um, on the journey. So um, next episode, we're going to be sharing with you what to expect um, as we go into the new year. Um, we're going to actually be really studying and digging into the text of St. Pope John Paul II's Theology of the Body. Um, and so we are really looking forward to um, continuing and going deeper with you on your journey with the Lord. Um, so until the next episode, we just will continue to pray for you and ask that you would pray for us as well. God bless. Thank you so much for listening. If you have questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. We can be reached by email at befilledpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram. There you can find additional encouragement in between episodes. Also, be sure to check out our show description for links to resources we discuss in the show, as well as questions for deeper reflection. Until the next episode, God bless.